great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowered thoughts to further empower your human. I'm your host in Kitchen Waffle Robinson and founder and CEO of EIMS. I'm an experienced technology executive, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker and viral sensation with speeches that have over 7 million views worldwide, and most recently awarded WXN Most Powerful Woman in Canada. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Welcome to the next episode of Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. On today, my guest is a fun-loving, she says she's five foot two, Nigerian-born, <laughs> Canadian-raised young woman who loves her faith, family, and meeting new people. She also loves traveling, trying to pick new languages, and exploring new foods. She began her consulting firm as a way to leave a legacy for the generations which would come behind her. As a CEO and founder of Okiki Consulting, she empowers entrepreneurs and business owners to tell their personal brand stories and company brand stories through video content. She is a content creator and social media consultant who's passionate about the topic, how to dominate LinkedIn with your personal brand. So it gives me great pleasure to ask you to put your ears together for the amazing <laughs> Fian O'Brien. <Yes>. Thanks so <laughs> much. Wow. I feel like you're like a hype woman that I need at like any <laughs> event. I you know, I, I may, I might have to start a business because everyone's like, you know, can I just invite you to like introduce me? I'm like, Legit. <laughs> for a fee, for a fee. So, so awesome. You have a you have a big presence. Um, you're social media savvy. Can't wait to get into the depth of you know how we can really be empowered in LinkedIn, on LinkedIn and and actually use social media in empowering ways. But before we do that, how about we just talk a little bit about who you are? Mm. So you know, and maybe you can you know give us a little bit of a view into who Fiona Bayan is. Yeah, wow. Okay, I'll try and <laughs> sum it up pretty fast. Uh, so like Nkechi said, I was born in Nigeria. I moved away at two years old and we moved to Australia and then England and then Canada. So right from my childhood, I already had this very like global perspective, lots of cultures, lots of people. And I just, yeah, I've always grown up trying to be creative, express myself creatively. So outside of business, uh, I really love music. I love like singing, songwriting, and just any form of creative expression. So I found that that's, that creativity and that angle has really informed a lot of the things I do. It's like, how can you bring that creativity to anywhere you go? Just thinking more creatively, just bringing something more in interesting. So that's really shaped me. Um, so yeah, like when I'm in my city, I do a lot of volunteering, especially I've, I've volunteered for the fashion festival here. I volunteered for the jazz festival as an MC and just like a huge music enthusiast as well. Um, another thing I also enjoy as an individual, like I talked about my faith. I also enjoy journaling, going in nature walks, um, 
and just anything by like the water is just really calming to my soul. So I love nature as well and uh, water sports. And so those are kind of the things that make me who I am, just exploring, trying new things um, and, and opportunities to meet new people. I, I put travel in there because I, I love meeting new people. I love experiencing new cultures. I think it's one of the best ways you can learn and it's just so cool to see, like, if you go to a different country, like, this is that group of people's normal. And you think your normal is the only one that exists until you go there. And you're like, there's a whole other group of people on the other side of the world who are doing things completely d- different than you. And that's normal to them. And I just love having those opportunities to kind of shake up my own perspective. So I find I find those are life-giving, life-changing opportunities. And suddenly you just become more cultured where you actually habitat you know or you mm-hmm. normally live I love that so I so one I love the vastness of who you are I love that you play in the space of creator right there's a great uh, quote that I love that says you know being be a creator not a consumer of the world you know so mm. I'm also really big then on I'm big on affirmations right like what mm. whom I affirm myself to be so what would you say is your great I am oh huh Okay. I think now that you're saying it, I feel like I am a creative. I am an innovator and I am an overly enthusiastic learner. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Overly enthusiastic. So you're a life learner. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like, it's almost like I could get a high off of education and ed- educating myself. <laughs> I love learning new things. <laughs> so, so would you say you have a daily practice of learning new things? Are you one Absolutely. Of those? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to almost put like a limit on myself to how many podcasts or educational videos I, I look at because it's that exciting. It's overload, right? Yeah. My yeah. husband, my <laughs> husband was talking about that the other day. I, I gave him a podcast to listen to and I, weeks ago, and I was like, Hey, I just asked him the other day. I was like, Hey baby, did you listen to that podcast? You know, you know, there's a thing as learning. There's a little thing about listening too much or learning too much. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you didn't listen to it. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> response is like over education (laughs) so so we we are still in this quarantine life in fact um you're out Mm. west right yes so I don't know if they've imposed more restrictions on you but uh so in this season you know tell me something how has how has that caused you to level up your personal or professional brand yeah, well, definitely. It's I created a pivot too because a lot of I noticed a lot of the things I did before were solely focused on LinkedIn brand content, and I'll get into that obviously as we go on and and um, how to help people show up that way. But I found there was just other needs that some of my clients had that I hadn't really thought of before, and it created like different opportunities, like the fact that I was good at video for myself, a lot of companies needed videos for themselves. And because people couldn't actually go to the spaces, so that opened the door, um, even creating like 360 tours. So that's something I just added. And I would never have thought of that before, if not for some of my clients. So I guess what's really taught me is how to really, I guess, really listen and really find what are the ways to still help individuals innovate and tell their story in a climate that's constantly changing. So that's been like one of the coolest lessons that I've been learning so far. 
I love that. And and what have people found most difficult? Has it been about exposing themselves, you know, having to come on camera more, having to figure out, you know, how to express themselves with it, you know, in a way that's captivating online? Yeah, all of the above. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have some clients who are like, oh my gosh, like, just the thought of that just gives me hives or <laughs> um, how do I actually tell this story in a way that makes sense? I don't think it's that interesting. Mm-hmm. And then when I start asking them and pulling those questions, like, why are you passionate about what you're passionate mm-hmm. about? It's like, actually, there's a lot of interesting information mm-hmm. there. I think what I take for granted is that when you're trying, when you're already a creator and you already love teaching and mm-hmm. you already love um, sharing with people um, you just feel like that's like, you know, almost like your vocation. That's what you're mm-hmm. meant to do. It's, it's, it's a gift to people to show up, mm-hmm. but most people actually don't find what they do. They don't think it's interesting or valuable. And I guess that's kind of what I've learned is the biggest thing is to just really affirm those people that actually your gift and what you're teaching is valuable. And Mm -hmm. you holding that back is holding back those people that can really be served by you. So just really helping them to shift their mindset as to what the video creation is even about. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think it's about like Hollywood or commercials or (laughs) whatever. And it's not even like that. People just want to hear from people who genuinely know what they're doing and genuinely are trying to help people. And and so that's why I tr- that's what I try to do when I'm helping them. Yeah. So let me ask you something. So for somebody that wasn't really into the video element before, and now we're creating, like, for example, the listeners are listening to this, but yeah. and I are actually on video and I, you know, with her permission, I might use a snippet of, of this interview um, from, for video promo. So are you finding now that, um, people's videos are looking like this virtual world that we're in. Like it's actually, it's, we can create exciting video content with like where the view is people on video. <laughs> you know, whereas before, like you, to your point, when you're talking about the TV thing, I had this vision of mm. the difference where you're on stages and there's people around and, and you can create really, you know, animated and high energy type videos. And now right. a, a lot of people's content is being grown through this virtual world. So how do you, how do you make that exciting? Yeah. So I think what you're saying is before videos almost looked like, you know, like a Gary V, like showing the highlights of him, <laughs> yeah. you know, speaking on stage. And then now it's like simplified, right? It's kind of gone down to just you and your office and you're just talking and it's like how do we make that interesting right and I think to your point it's all about the message it's all about how are you educating are you excited about what you're sharing with your audience Mm -hmm. are you what are you trying to empower them with Mm -hmm. and someone just sitting there just talking to a camera can be extremely engaging um I'll give an example too um other than Nkechi because she has also very good videos online you should definitely check hers out Um, But a good example of this is someone like uh, Paul C. Brunson. I didn't really know much about him (laughs) until COVID. Like I I knew I was connected with him on LinkedIn somehow, but he would do these lives and it's literally, he would talk on there for almost an hour, but the education was so good. And he was so excited to be there that people were super engaged. So I think if you're there and they know like you're trying to serve them, you're like genuinely excited to be there. 
um, you just translate that through through that method. People again will appreciate you offering them value, and I think because their situation's low key, they're not expecting you to have the full production or the mm-hmm. dramatics. Like mm-hmm. again, I don't think they really needed that to begin with, but mm-hmm. that's just extra on top of the message for sure. And so, tell tell me why LinkedIn. Like what got you, like, why is that the place that you decided that this is the space I want to master? Yeah, for sure. Um, To be honest, like I was on LinkedIn. This is probably my third year being on the platform because as soon as I started my business, I just made a profile, but I barely checked it before. Just, just disclaimer for the audience if you're listening to this, um, that I would check it every three months. I, I didn't take it seriously, like at all. I didn't think there's anything there, but then um over time I think I found this thing about LinkedIn and it featured this uh, young lady Goldie Chan and she was LinkedIn top voice of the year and so just to give some backdrop I'm a creative person I had a lot of um presumptions about the audience on LinkedIn and that I wouldn't fit in you know uh age-wise you know maybe demographic demographic culture (laughs) I just was like oh they won't take me seriously at all but I saw this young lady with like bright green hair and she was LinkedIn top voice that year and I thought how's that possible and I heard her story and she was basically saying like there are so many like huge decision makers on that platform you know, um, so many CEOs and executives, people that actually get things moving are just living on that platform and they may not be on Instagram or Facebook at all. And some of those like major, like uh, whether it's government connections, just networking at higher levels, they will likely have a LinkedIn profile. Um, You know, I think over 44% make um, 75,000 annually. And Mm -hmm. most of the B2B decisions that are made are made through they see your see content on there first and then they reach out to you. Mm-hmm. So it was like a huge opportunity that I was realizing I was missing out on. And uh, she was just saying, even something as basic as posting video at that time, only 1% of all users on the platform were content creators. And I saw how many people use the platform. I think now it's 600 million because of COVID before it was like 400 million roughly or 498 million and I was just like you know what let me just give it a shot and just see what happens you know like one percent of people are creating content whereas the Facebook and Instagram you can't claim that most people even if it's just their you know going to Starbucks getting their coffee (laughs) they're posting something they're creating content (laughs) and this could be opportunity to be seen so I think back then what I was doing is I just uh would uh I would take and and that's actually what I do now I would take something like a podcast which I started making around the same time I started posting content. That'd be September, 2019. And I knew it was going to be long because it's usually 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And I would just take snippets of that and that would be my content. And I'd post, or I'd post a very short video about tips about content creation and just post and see what happens. And that was like when a few doors started opening, um, I got to do a collaboration with a company in my city that was doing a collaborative event with IBM. They were traveling through and that was because the CEO saw me on there. Um, I had another client drive in three hours just to work with me because he saw my content and it was like, 
you know, a, a more elderly gentleman that I never expected wanted to connect <laughs> with me. So I thought, okay, like, I guess this is like a huge opportunity that I was not taking advantage of. And I just seeing the statistics and the opportunities, I realized there's so many industries, you can be so specific. So even if you're a doctor or researcher, like, you should take that opportunity to really get yourself out there on LinkedIn. And if you're trying to find a job, you know, 85% of the HR companies use LinkedIn to, to check the people they want to hire. So again, if you're not on there, you're missing that opportunity as well. So I think I just got passionate about educating people on at least have a presence, at least show up. Maybe you're not like me trying to have a podcast and like do all these things, but maybe you just want a really good job at least have a good profile on there and some content about what you've accomplished so that those doors are open for you. So it's clear that having an effective LinkedIn profile is really, really important. So I'm going to just leave it the listeners to just recognize that. But what I want to ask you then, what are some of the key ways that people can optimize their profile, make it a little bit more attractive? For sure. So um, first of all, starting with your headline, who you are, uh, what you do, and I should backtrack. This is for corporate. So who you are, what you do, and what you plan to do in the future so that, you know, someone hiring can see what your goals are. And then uh, have a good profile picture. Don't make it a selfie. Like, try and find something nice. When I say have a good profile picture, I'm not saying make it fake and not you. Like, it can still have your personality, but just don't make it like a selfie picture that doesn't have effort. Let it really show showcase who you are. So if you're like a smilier person, it should show that you shouldn't look super serious if that's not actually who you are. Um, things like that. Uh, take advantage of the cover photo. You can, you can add some details about yourself in there as well. And then um, from there, so that's just like a place you'd start. If you really want to, Further optimize it. Your about section is a place where you can write a lot about yourself. So um, you can write about projects you've worked on with companies, what you helped them accomplish, different things like that, and then your contact information. So that's a really good place to start. Uh, if you are doing it as an entrepreneur, really think about um, what is the outcome that you're promising your client. So what is what is the thing that you're going to deliver to them? What is the transformation process you're going to deliver to them? And then same thing with your image. You definitely want to use your cover photo because that's a branding opportunity. That's like your banner ad. And then in your about section, you can really break down that process, that transformation process you take your client on, the services you offer, and then how they can best reach you. Um, this also would apply for entrepreneurs. They have a feature section. You can literally add, you know, media, videos. Mm -hmm. You can either upload them directly or you can add links to media you might already have. So if you already have a YouTube or any of that, you can add that right away. And uh, so that's what I would suggest is a really good way to make your profile already stand up. And do you have any tips on the algorithms? And so now you have a profile that stands out. You have your about fit, you have your headline, you have your cover, you have your great profile picture up, you have the feature section, you know, how do you then attract the audience? Right. So once you have created all that, then you have to figure out who am I targeting? So, you know, if it's from the corporate side, what's your industry? Um, 
who are the HR people in your industry, of course, because you want them to notice you, or who are the managers in that sector, that section that you would be in, right? Those types of people that could see your talents and, and see what you're about and see what you're interested in. And then from, of course, the entrepreneurship side, who's that target audience then? And the cool thing with LinkedIn is you can be so specific. You can, you know, pick the region, the industry, uh, you can you know, get into even company names if you want to. Um, and they kind of have this thing, right, where it's like the first degree connection is the people you already know. The second one is people that your friends know. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good one to start with because they already kind of have some association with you and they'll kind of show them that. And then that's a really good place to grow. So like optimize your profile then find those unique connections that you know would really resonate with your message. And then from there, when you've built at least, I think the, the magic number is around 200 connections, then mm. it's a good time to like start creating content and really show off who you are outside of, you know, that feature section you already have on your I'm, all, I'm almost afraid to ask the next question because I, I might have some work to do. How <laughs> important is it to engage back with those people that are engaging with you? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Exactly. So if you make posts, right, and people are commenting on your videos, you definitely want to comment back, especially if they're those come people on. that... Come on, what happens if you, like, I mean, I see some of, like, you think about some of these people that post, like, if there's one I saw today, and there was, like, 5,327 comments, and it was just, it was just a... She put up something about Shonda Rhimes and Netflix. She, one of those huge people, right? Yeah, I'm sure at some point, like, they probably have to, like, filter it out. Like, I've definitely seen some of the bigger, um, you know, they'll they'll kind of do, like, the first 50 or, like... And that's it. <laughs> first yeah. 25, and they, they just have too many, right? Uh, some people will actually even filter out if it's, like, a really unique comment. Like, I noticed this, like, for example, on a YouTube, sometimes if the person has a huge subscriber base, they'll look through the comments and they won't answer everything, but maybe someone had a particular question that stood out to them. So that it might be, like, every fifth comment or but something it still requires effort man that's it does that's a it lot does. of social media time yeah I would say though it's really about like especially those early ones mm. I would really focus on that because mm. the thing is they're the ones that kind of like push the algorithm get it going right so oh, like okay. if mm-hmm. you're put if you put that video out and there's like 20 people commenting in like the first hour that's Comment definitely on them. okay yeah that's definitely mm-hmm. like worth it i think anything else is just like if it just keeps going and people just keep having debates in your comment section or whatever your your post is about because some people like making those kind of posts too mm-hmm. um i think you can't take it so far right but mm-hmm. at least that initial and then you know because if you have a good um, communication with like the first 20 people that posted, that's 20 people you can further that conversation with um, as an entrepreneur as well. Um, you can do a lot with that. So, okay. So I like, sure. I, I definitely, definitely like that strategy. So now let's just talk about the quality of the content and, and how quickly and, and how you should, drive consistency, you know, what happens, you know, how do you post positive? How, like, how do you, how do you make sure that you're, you're empowering the massives? Yeah, for sure. So 
One thing I have to know and say is like everyone's audience is different. So mm. I know when I started, I was just like posting frequently and I was posting at like the, you know, recommended times, you know, kind of oh, thing. What are, wait, before you get there, what are the recommended times or, or what about the recommended times? Like, how do we figure that out? Yeah, you know, you can find those kind of things online. Like yeah. they'll be like, you know, Mondays at 12 or like Tuesdays at one or like things like that. I was kind of like gauging that just through research. But um, I learned with LinkedIn um, as the more I posted, the more it helped me really know, like that might be the recommended. But for some reason, some of my audience members yeah. really like when I post at night. It was like mm-hmm. I could post the same thing at night and it'd be like a like a different story and like things like that. And those are things you can only learn, I guess, through posting and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. through really seeing the engagement. Mm-hmm. So I guess if someone's getting started and they're like pretty low tech and they just want to see what's going on, you can, you know, try having something like even like, you know, pictures um, that you can schedule or like even text posts and just see like how people are reacting to what you even have to say. Um, there is something through the LinkedIn app too. You can have a direct video, just go on there and Mm -hmm. just see how people are responding to that. And like trying out those different times, people can get really, um, like granular with that. You Mm -hmm. can get like an app like shield that will Mm -hmm. actually tell you like, what's the engagement rate, like, all that so you can you can get as uh, finicky with that as you want but the the biggest thing is you just want to know are people responding are people engaging are people commenting Mm -hmm. are people actually getting something out of this content so -hmm. that is one of the big things you want to check for okay and since you've been avid at this for like the last three years and especially in the last year with everything that went on in 2020 what have you noticed around how the content is opened up and now so diversified on LinkedIn? Yeah. Okay. So content opening up. Well, first of all, when COVID started, I noticed that there was like a plethora of new content creators all of a sudden because they were everywhere else. And they're like, oh, people create content on this professional platform too. I'm already a YouTuber. Let me just post here. Um, There was a lot more like obviously political posting going on like that wasn't happening before and that in itself was creating debates because Mm -hmm. people were like, this is a professional platform and Mm -hmm. then some people like yeah but it's also real life and it was just creating a very interesting Mm -hmm. dynamic of where do we place ourselves between what's happening in the real world Mm -hmm. and what's happening and professionally and and how do I show up here how do I express myself Mm -hmm. here so I felt like there's a lot of people generally just trying to find out how they find their place Mm -hmm. how they um, support each other in business how they support each other in general with with you know COVID and everything Mm -hmm. going on and and what is um, I guess essential to put out there and people still posting about business, people still giving that value about techniques for business and people still very much tuned into that. Like I said, um, I brought up that other example because he created a whole show out of (laughs) that period of time. (laughs) That was like a regular thing. And uh, some people were just going that direction, right? Just creating Mm -hmm. whole series out of it to just support people. So, but it was, it's, it's been a unique time, even on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I will say, just, just seeing the types of content being posted mm-hmm. and, and people who normally don't say anything 
trying to almost have comments (laughs) (laughs) or something to say. I know. So I definitely, I just, I mean, for anyone that follows me, I decided to go with a little bit of a wellness boost, right? Like I've Mm. been doing it for a while. It's a big part of who I am. And I realized that it's not absent to corporate, right? And so, Mm -hmm. so, and I, and I want to show a little bit of a different dynamic than what most people are doing and just kind of trailblaze in that space. Um, um, and it's been actually, you know, I realized that a lot of my DMs are around people that are hungry to, to, to see if I can help them out more so with their wellness, right? And I've gone mm-hmm. a lot of wellness gigs as a result. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah, and, and that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, that brings up another point, like what Nkechi just said is like, it's a really great way to experiment. Because again, not a lot of people are posting and People assume that everyone on there is just like wearing suits and has no personality. These are people, <laughs> just everyday people with their jobs at work. And and seeing that on there is so refreshing for them. So I'm I really excited to hear is. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. Who's this girl with the red, you know, the the, the maroon color hair? Like, yeah. <laughs> that? That? Okay, so tell me something because I mean, to be, to be in the spirit of being a creative and innovator and innovator and, you know, enthusiastic learner, you have to, there's a way that your mind needs to stay up. There's a way that you need to be consistently thriving. So what's one ingredient that helps you thrive the most? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And when you're talking about wellness, I, I, I agree. Like that was one of my things for New Year's is like, getting better sleep that has been such a game changer for me I'm not even gonna lie it just changes productivity so much during the day so I've really take really uh, honed down on trying to get my sleep right Um, another thing I've added in that I wasn't doing as regularly before is just working out and this isn't, and I, I have to follow after Keshi um, here because her videos are next level for that. But it's for me, it was less about a look and more about yeah. how it feels. Because Feel. mm-hmm. I think often as business owners, we're just so like, oh, there's so much to do. It's really good to get that out of your system mm-hmm. in like a really healthy way. So it's been so nice. I wake up early, I do my reflection and prayer and journaling, and then I get into working out and then I'm doing my work. And that's just been a really nice um, thing to really get me super focused. Yeah. I love it. So that's a really great segue. That's actually one of my rapid thriver questions that I wanted to ask you. Uh, So I'm going to go right into that part of the part of this interview. So when you think of someone who inspires you, who comes to mind first and why? Someone who inspires me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have, to, I feel like I have too many. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, for, because I already brought this person up, I'm going to bring him back on this again. Uh, I'll, I, I'll say Posse Brunson because I really, really particularly enjoyed how he's so, um, he was so excited about serving, especially the diaspora. That was really cool for me to see as -hmm. someone who's like in Canada, but also born in Nigeria, like I have that whole love for the diaspora. And it was really Mm -hmm. cool to just see someone teaching that and then somehow create that community, like right within his lives. Um, Mm -hmm. I met a lot of cool people just through like chatting through the lives and like actually Mm -hmm. connecting and actually like doing Zoom after. So that's wicked. I thought it was cool that he could create community like that. And I think that would be a cool thing to try and figure out how to do like in Mm -hmm. the future for sure. 
Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check him. You're the second guest that has mentioned him, so I'm gonna have to check him out a little bit more. Um, so we talked about your daily activities. What is a book that helped you with you, that helps you with your thrive? A book that helps me with my thrive. Okay, um, How Women Rise by Sally Helgeson. How one? Oh, uh, that one's really really good. It just talks about some of the things that as women, what we may hold ourselves back in. Mm-hmm. in our own opportunities and uh some of the things that I even just talked about about how to really think about your profile especially from the corporate side yeah are inspired by her book so okay for sure. check that one out what is an app that helps you with your thrive miss madame creator <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. okay an app when I'm thinking Thrive, are we thinking wellness or just being creative in just, general? Yeah, just your Thrive. Your Thrive is your swag. It's same thing. Okay. Well, if I'm thinking <laughs> just be creative, I have this cool app called um, Video Show. And okay. it just lets you do a lot of cool, like, like random phone video edits. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then the funny thing is when you said thrive, I thought of also the wellness part of my device. So I can like have like where it turns down after 10 <laughs> or I can put it on work mode or focus mode. So I've been loving that. <laughs> do you have um, do you have an Android? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. Cause on iPhone, when you said work mode and, and um, focus mode, I'm like, Ooh, what, what mode is that? But I have an Apple, so we can be on do not disturb. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll yeah. add something soon. They'll probably I hope so. I, I definitely, I definitely <laughs> like work motors or or focus mode. That one's cool. And so, tell me something. You know, as people see you online, you have your podcast, you have your consulting company, you're a brand guru. You know, um, you know, what's one misconception that people might have of Fian as they see this personality just bursting? Yeah, no, one misconception is people think that I wasn't afraid to post video. So often when they're afraid, I'm like, yeah, LinkedIn was the one platform I was afraid to post. on. I had a video idea and I didn't post for like a month because I was like, (laughs) I don't know, like all these people on there are going to be like, who's this like who's this like younger lady? Like, what is she, who does she think she, does she know anything? Like, I honestly had so much doubts mm-hmm. about whether people would think I was credible or take me seriously. Mm-hmm. And then like, just doing it was like the biggest release because like, and Ketchy said, you saw the feedback, you saw yeah. people talking, you saw people saying, thank you. This is really valuable. Yes. And all of a sudden, all those thoughts in your head you're like okay these are just not valid they're just getting in the way of me just doing what I want to do right so the courage grew after the action I'd say (laughs) I love that I love that you know it's so funny I always say we we seem to just always talk ourselves into bad situations or bad outcomes that just haven't happened yet you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) definitely (laughs) and then when we get the courage to do it they're like oh why don't we just do this like months ago but anyway (laughs) so where can we find uh, well on LinkedIn but where else can we find you online yeah, for sure. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Pinterest. Most of what I post on there is my podcast info. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> and um, I spend more of my time um, on LinkedIn. And um, as as just, just general, that's like kind of like more of where my community is for that. But you can definitely reach me at any of those. And yeah, so that's where you'll find my content. Oh, and a YouTube. I, I have a YouTube 
it like gets video scheduled, but it's not like I'm doing much with it right now, but it's there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm on there. I'm on your YouTube. I see, <laughs> yes. I see my episode. So, yes. and, uh, and tell us your, your podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Yeah, it's called the Okiki Podcast, making inspirational people known. So yeah, you can definitely find Nkechi on there because similarly, I would see her content on LinkedIn and go, this lady is so inspirational. Like I need ah, to know you. who she is. Thank I want to interview her. So thank you. I love that. We I'm so share. excited I love that to we have shared. It. Yeah. And I love, that we, <laughs> I love that we shared platforms for sure. So as you know, this, this podcast is called empowered on my skin. And mm-hmm. my question to you, my parting question to you is what does it mean to you to be empowered in my skin? Yeah, I'd say to know who you are and to know what your purpose is on this planet, like who you're meant to serve. I think you will find so much empowerment in that. Girl, thank you. Thank you so much. You are a creator. You are an innovator. And I love how much I've learned from you. So I'm an enthusiastic learner (laughs) of your content from your content so thank you thank you so much thank you for blessing this space thank you for sharing energy with me uh sadly to everyone that's listening this is where i have to say we're out (laughs) bye bye so there you have it i trust you're saying to yourself i'm fully empowered in my skin And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.